from my perspective, it was a failure. The business failed. Uh, what failed there is not the technology and the product that we built. The failed is my understanding of the demand. So we build a product, and insurance company said, hmm, thank you, but no, thank you. We don't really, we don't really need it. We don't really want it. So we was like, well, what are we going to do with this? Let's find somebody who can take it off our hands so we can return some small amount of money to our investors and uh, call, it, call it quits. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks, my guest today is Jake Diner. He's the former Big Ten track and field champion, graduated from Michigan State University with a degree in computer science in 2001, spent the first 10 years of his business in product management roles, and then since has founded his first startup in 2011, raising tens of millions in venture financing. He's been entrenched in his entrepreneurial journey, building companies and solving global tech problems affecting millions. Today, he's building Fertility Cloud, where Jake serves as CEO. He's on a mission to bring affordable and accessible fertility treatment to all in need. Jake, are you ready to take us to the top? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Pleasure My first to be question here. here is, why is a guy leading a fertility business? It feels like a female that maybe went through these problems would be a better CEO. How's that work? Well, my family went through this. So I've been supporting my wife in our infertility journey. It took us many, many years to get pregnant and start raising a kid. So when I uh, uh, exited from my last startup, I started exploring what am I going to do next? So I got in touch with my college buddy, Dr. Gary Levy, and we discussed his work. And being an entrepreneur myself, I identified some problems in the way fertility care is delivered because I've gone through this. And I essentially said, hey, you know, if I help you find patients, if I help streamline all the back office operations, if I remove the headaches of insurance, can you essentially help people for the tenth or maybe one, you know, maybe 20th fraction of the price, which I ended up paying? And he said, yes. We as doctors, we hate all the things which is not related to the medical. And uh, so that's the idea of Fertility Cloud Forum. We thought, well, we have specialists who know how to build, how to help women and couples to get pregnant. We just need to bring technology in to remove the headaches. So we decided to build, you know, for the lack of a better word, Amazon for fertility treatment. So Jake, before we dive into that, let's close up the story on your last business. Name it again for us. What was the name of that company? How do you spell it? Uh, it was a Lafris. We were building virtual insurance agents. Virtual insurance agents. And now how much did you raise there? So we raised about a million and a half. Okay. And when did you sell that business? Uh, in 2019. Okay. And why was it the right time to sell? Well, actually, it was the only time to sell. And that, from my perspective, it was a failure. The business failed. Uh, what failed there is not the technology and the product that we built. The failed is my understanding of the demand. So we built a product and insurance company said, hmm, thank you, but no, thank you. We don't really, we don't really need it. We don't really want it. So we was like, well, what are we going to do with this? Let's find somebody who can take it off our hands so we can return some small amount of money to our investors and uh, call, it, call it quits. I respect that so much. How much money were you able to return back to investors? Oh, 
we barely broke even, barely broke even. It's it was a and again, it was a failure. The product market like, feed did break not even. Work. Were you able to give back the one point five million or no? There was no money left. No money left. I see. We're just we were able to pay off the debts, and that's it. Got it. And and what year was that? 19, 2019. 2019, got it. Okay, so so when without getting like too personal too quickly here, when did you and your wife start trying to have a child? Was that in 2019? Oh no, we were trying to get pregnant in uh 20 from 2007. Oh wow. Okay, so so there was an issue. You looked at like solutions. What was like the sticker cost you were going to have to pay for some of these solutions? Okay, so 2007 when we first said, "All right, we want to start a family." You know, and uh, we thought it's going to be fun and easy, right? Like back in the college days. <laughs> um, then it turns out, no, it's hard. So we went through the entire IVF treatment cycle. Uh, it took us about seven years to go through multiple procedures. We ended up spending about $45,000 and nothing worked. Uh, everything that we've done just resulted in miscarriages. So after seven years going to the doctor, spending lots of money, seeing Western Western specialists, Eastern medicine, went to the Chinese doctors uh, who were practicing that type of medicine, and not, nobody could identify what's wrong. There was just, we're just spending money on on surgeries, on drugs, on medication, on herbs. Nothing would help until I start talking back to my college friend, Doctor Gary. I said, "Look." It's, it's just not working. What, what's happening? And he said, you can do things differently and it's going to cost you way less money. And he advised us what we should do and we became pregnant. So essentially, my daughter was born in 2014. And that's, I've been a parent, you know, throughout my previous startups, but I always remembered how hard it was. And I remember how much money we spent. And I remember the emotional toll on my wife and on myself going through all those treatments. So I had the pain first. It's a firsthand knowledge of the pain we've gone through. And so what did that college professor recommend and what did it cost? So essentially he said, look, you know, you guys don't have to go through such invasive procedures all the time because there's a big stress factor involved into um, uh, going through the uh, egg extraction, insemination, then implantation of the embryo back into the uterus. So." Um, he said, look, we already spent all this money. You know that you can get pregnant, but you cannot carry. So let's start looking into the reasons why we why you're having miscarriages instead of trying to implant the embryo over and over again, right? Um, you know, if you repeat the same thing and expect different outcome, there's something wrong with you. So at that time, I said, you know what? I'm not doing any more IVF. I just don't have any more money left for this. And he said, no, you can do it much, much cheaper and over a longer period of time. So what he ended up suggesting is that, look, start taking certain medication. My wife, actually, it was for my wife. So she will start taking certain medication, which was not as intrusive and as painful as previously when you're getting ready for the IVF itself. And what did that cost? What did that process cost? I think uh, over the six months, we spent maybe $2,000. Oh wow, way cheaper than than forty five k. You had a beautiful, that's right, beautiful daughter. Yes. So let's fast forward now to how you're helping others do this. What is my fertility cloud? Is it a SaaS play? So fertility cloud is an online uh, fertility treatments platform. It connects the doctors, REI doctors, uh, reproductive endocrinology and infertility specialists, with the patients using uh, video calls. After a conversation between the patient and the doctor, the doctor then comes up with, is there any missing tests? So if something is missing, we would order those tests again to deliver to the patient's home. 
After that, the doctor would prescribe a medication, which would also get delivered to the patient's home. So the idea here is really to make uh, infertility treatment as easy as possible without the need to go to the clinic, without the need to do those expensive surgeries. And by removing all this overhead, we made it really, really cheap. So now a woman doesn't have, or a couple doesn't have to, you know, kind of go for the second mortgage just to afford it. Maybe, yeah. So how, how successful has it been? How much revenue did you do last month? Oh, man. Um, so we've been organically. We haven't raised any money. We've done everything from our pocket. And we so far treated about 700 women in six months. We on average see 100 new patients uh, every month. Uh, the last month's revenue, I think, was about 45K. Uh, and it's all organic. So, um, And what we, are they paying? Is it a one-time fee to talk to a doctor or is it subscription? So it's a one-time fee to actually see the doctor. Uh, after that, it is a recurring payment for the duration of the treatment. Uh, they stop the treatment once they get pregnant. Yep. Or we jointly understand that we cannot help them, and then we triage them to a more intrusive form of treatment, which be a surgery, if they can afford or agree to this. So you sort of are interesting in that you don't have traditional SaaS economics, because if you work, they stop paying you because it was successful. So how do you add on product lines after you deliver that first success so that you can build a long-term customer relationship and increase LTV of these moms and dads? So uh, this is the second phase of our company. First, we want to acquire patients. First, we want to see that we help them and we build the trust because now we are the doctors who help them get pregnant. The next piece is support them through the pregnancy. And there are there is a whole bunch of products that uh, women and couples need while they're still caring. But more importantly, you have even longer tail is the baby business, right? It's uh, and I'm a parent, so I know how much money I spend on my kid. Some of it justifiable, some of it not. Uh, how, much, but, how much did you spend in the first year of a newborn? Oh yeah, I don't know. Maybe between five to ten thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. So we're just in, just another couple like anyone else, right? You're trying to get as, most, as, mu as much as you can for a kid and end up spending too much money on crap they don't use. But that's life. So, so how so, many, out of that revenue, by the way, do you pay, how many doctors like on your platform and do the doctors get paid? Do you pay them? Of course, of course. So right now we have uh, four doctors uh, on our platform. Uh, doctors get, get paid hourly. Uh, they get paid for each consultation that they do. Um, and how much? Uh, so the doctors get paid about 200 bucks an hour. And which what, is, what are, are they full-time though with you? Like what if you have a whole day where there's no consultations, do they get, still get paid 200 hourly or no, nothing? So uh, it's, it's a real good question with the doctors. You don't really want the doctor to be hundred percent on your, you know, on stuff and do nothing because they still have to practice. And so our doctors, they're mostly working as contractors for us. So they still have time to go through the surgeries, go through other type of medical training and work at uh, the hospitals because we want them to be active surgeons, active doctors who treat patients right now in your typical clinical setting. I see. And, and help me understand the team today. How many folks? So we have, uh, as I said, we have four doctors. We have two nurses. Uh, we have three uh, office staff um, and three have office staff supporting and we outsource our development. So this time we decided not to bring any developers in-house because we haven't kicked in our AI component of the solution. And this is our secret sauce. 
because as we scale, we see in a huge bottleneck in operations is the actually patient relationship. Is how do you answer those endless questions that patients ask? And you cannot just send them to the FAQ. It's like, hey, here, I'll look up your answer here. How, how did you find those outsourced engineers? Did you use a firm like Coditas or Simform or TopTal or how did you find them? Uh, well, those are the same people who I've used for my previous companies. So those are the developers who, once we shut down our old company, they said we had to lay, uh, let go our developers. So they were uh, essentially be became freelancers. So now when I have another project, I just come to them and said, hey, here's the project I want you to do, but I'm not going to hire you. I'm going to pay as a freelancer. So they Love have that. Free Jake, we're wrapping up. We're out of time. How much revenue do you guys think you'll do this year? Uh, my hope is to get to about uh, 800,000 this year. And how much have you done so far? We've done about 400, 400, 400, 450, something like that. We're rooting for you, man. Let's wrap up here at the Famous Five. Number one, favorite business book? Oh, uh, again, <laughs> those questions. Um, from good to great. Guys, you guys don't know this, but Jake was an OG on the show. He came back, he came on four years ago when we had just launched, and now I've done over 3,000 episodes. So, the Jake, I love having you back on. Good to great is number one. Uh, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, you know, honestly, nobody. Okay. I just don't follow anyone. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building my fertility cloud? Zapier. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Five. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Well, we know we have one married with at least one kid. How many kids? That's one. Oh, one. Okay, great. And how old are you? I am 47. 47. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Not afraid to take risks. Guys, uh, you heard it here first. His first company failed. He was super transparent about it. Launched directly into My Fertility Cloud called a year and a half, two years ago. Now it's up to over 700 couples get treatment from the four doctors they have on their payroll. It's a marketplace model. They're doing $45,000 a month in revenue, five, almost $400,000, $500,000 so far this year in revenue, hoping to hit $800,000 by the end of the year. We are rooting for you, Jenk. Thanks for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan.